Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. This is episode 63. We're talking Yoshi's Story on the N64. My name is Daniel Carroll, and this week I am joined by Lindsay Norris. Now, if you're previously involved in the show, she was here for Mario Kart 64, and we had a great chat with this. And considering it's all Mario at the moment, I thought it was a good time to bring Lindsay back and talk about Yoshi's Story. Now, this, we both played it back in the day as kids, and I'm glad to say that both of us had the same idea. We had no idea what we were doing, of the actual what type of game it's meant to be, because it's a, it's like a time attack point score thing, and neither of us saw it like that. I don't think a lot of people saw it like that, which is an absolute farce. So I got to replay this because it's on the N64 online, so I managed to have a dabble of it, um, played it over Christmas when it was back in the UK, and uh, it was a slog, put it like that, it was an absolute slog in some parts, and I was like, ugh, don't want to keep playing this, but I played it for you, for all of you, and Lindsay felt the same way, we did it for the fans, we did it for those people who want to f- listen and want to know, what is it about Yoshi's story? And the only good thing I will say about Yoshi's Story is I can just go whenever I want. And that is me. For some reason, I have the ability to do a really stupid voice whenever I want. It's annoying for the wife, but the daughter loves it. Hiccups loves it. She thinks it's hilarious, but my wife just thinks I'm an absolute child. I don't hide that fact. I am a child. I'm a big kid. But before we get into our chat with Yoshi's Story and Lindsay, we, we our chat with Yoshi story. I'm not sitting there with the game going, do you want to have a nice chat? Have a nice bourbon? A few whiskeys and see what happens, see where the night takes us? Woohoohoo. No, I'm having a chat with Lindsay about Yoshi. Go about maybe half an hour and you will get to that chat. Gotta do the plug, gotta do our little games, because our games are good fun. That's what the main intro is for. So let's just get on into the intro first and our Patreon plug and everything else. So wherever you listen to this show, if you want to support it, please give it a five-star review. Like it, comment, say I'm good, say I'm crap. I like to read reviews. They're really nice to hear. I don't mind the bad ones. They make me laugh as well. I'm also back on YouTube, so if you want to support me over there, go to Kagsy, which is C-A-G-S-Y, and every two weeks I'll be releasing Pokemon Challenge videos, and I appreciate if anyone subscribes to the channel, it's free and only takes a few seconds. If you want to support the show financially, you can do on patreon.com forward slash retrowars, where for $1 each month you get access to your own show, which is called DLC. It could be top 10s, modern game reviews, gaming events, anything. As a bit of a sneak peek, his latest episode, episode 56, 56, no, 36, I'm not that far ahead, which was the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, the writing is really good in this. 
and it really shows off the character's personality as well. Like the characters really do get in on the game. Like the, the fact it's a murder mystery, so they try and uphold that role. But you can see their own personality coming through into that, and that's really good as well. And some people aren't going to like me saying this, but the Sonic Law is pretty big in comparison to Mario. It's massive. Mario is considering Mario has more games. Mario's lore is fuck all. Like, there's no personality, barely, to those characters. The only people who seem to have any sort of personality is Bowser and maybe Luigi. And that was episode 36, The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, next week, I will be doing uh, Metroid Dread. I finished that, managed to finish it, because I've got this huge bloody backlog. So I'm going to do a review of that thing. So there are 30, going to be 37 as of next week, episodes all waiting for you, all free, and all there for you on Patreon. To let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month will go to Get Well Gamers, which is a UK charity providing games and consoles to 150 children's wards across the UK. Now, so far I've only raised $2, which I know is very tiny, but I hope one day this is going to grow, and I'd love to get to the stage where we start donating games and consoles. Additionally, if I do get back to 1,000 subs on YouTube, I will be donating 5% of any income made from that as well. If you want to donate games directly to the charity, the link is in the description, so send any old games you've got, they'd really appreciate it. And additionally, what you get for your money, you get the chance to access its own Discord, you can chat to me one-on-one, -on -one. you can take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, all comments of our Game of the Week, and I get a chance for me to wreck your names online. Right, that is the plug. Let's get into our first game, our first section, which is our letter section, and I call it 16 Bits of Nonsense. So 16 Bits of Nonsense, our letter section, where you guys can send me pretty much anything and I will do my best to answer it. And first up is Captain N. He says, Danny, you're talking Yoshi's story this week, and I thought I'd give you a story about little N. Oh, hang on, he's actually doing a proper question this time, rather than just like, oh, this is Yoshi's story, and I approve of this. Okay, I'm, I'm getting Captain N. I'm on it. I'm reading it. Okay. Let's listen to this story. When he was a wee lad, he got fixated on the Wii U's Yoshi's Wally World. He would play that game endlessly because he loved the colours, the sounds. He giggled his full head off playing it. It's a special game in my life because of the memories of watching him sitting there fixating on this game. Is there any game that Hiccups loves so much that as a father, just you like to watch? Oh, you're talking about your child. Little... I, was, I thought you were talking about you. <laughs> oh, that's why I need to read these things, don't I? I need to read it. So your little one. Okay, so the little one was liking Yoshi's Wally World. Um, at the moment... I don't know. She's not at that stage yet. She's only just turned four, but she's gonna be playing them soon. Like she played, she watched the Mario film and loved it. I think now she's gonna be at the stage where she wants to play Mario and Sonic, and I'm gonna start teaching her. The wife's like, "No, you don't. She doesn't need any more screens." I'm like, "Yes, yeah, she does. She needs her heritage. This is what she was born for." Um. So I think for me, although it seems a bit of a cop out. Watching her play, I, sp I suppose watching her play Sonic 
is going to be the game that hits me the hardest because that was what I got into. I'm not going to have a start their first game experience is starting playing Streets of Rage. Although I can hear a few people going, "Why? that's a great experience. It, it is. But I think that'll be a bit too much for it. As a four-year-old going around bottling people and stabbing them with a knife and hitting them with a pole. You know, as good as I want that to be for it. I'm not saying going out in the streets and start hitting people. Hey, mate. Um, but I think Sonic will be a good introduction for it. So we do have that. And I've got Sonic Mania. I was think I have said on the channel I was going to get Origins Plus. Do we get Sonic Mania for it to start? Will that just blow her mind off? I don't know. Either way, I think she'll be happy. But I'm glad. To, I'd love to see um, your little one um, having a good time. That'd be quite cool, Captain N. And I'm glad they like Yoshi's Wally World. Never played that. Never played it. Probably because it didn't have a Wii U. But I imagine one day it'll probably be available for us all to play. So oh, no, that's a nice story. What a nice way to start the day. Brilliance. Thank you. Raging Demon says, I have to let you know, people, there is a live action street sorry, live action Street Fighter movie that doesn't suck. And it's based on the Satsuno How Satsu no Hado. Did I pronounce that Satsuno Hado? I probably pronounced it correctly. And shows Goki's tragic story, how Goken trains Ryu and Ken, and how he, Goku, Goki slash Akuma, are trained by Gogetsu. It's an absolute amazing film that was crowdfunded by the dude who plays Desh in the Bourne Ultimatum. It's called Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. It was released in 2014. If you're a Street Fighter, if you like Street Fighter and your Shoto's fucking watch, and your Shoto's fucking watch this, that's an order. Seriously, it's faithful as fuck the law, and no new Street Fighter film will be better than this one. Yeah, so if you don't know what Raging Demon's on about, the last week I mentioned that there was going to be a Street Fighter film, there's a live action one, and we all know the John claude Van Damme bollocks. And there's always that worry about what are they going to do? Are they going to wreck it? Are they going to stick to the law? Because I think you should stick to the law, stick to your source material, and fans will come. Look at Mario, prime example. And yeah, I I need to give this a watch still. Yeah, it's been sent to me. Thank you, Ragin. You sent me um, a copy. A copy. You sent me the link. I will give this a watch. And yeah, I know Dash is in Born Ultimate. Born Ultimate was sick. So I imagine this is going to be a good thing. And yeah, it's a crowdfunded project as well. That's really good. So obviously there are good films. Do we consider this part of an actual film? I'll have to give this a go. Is it? That's depending on how long it's going to be. I might have to give this a bit of a watch. But yeah, if you like your Street Fighter, go follow Rage and Demons. And go follow, what was it called? Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Go find it. I'm sorry I butchered the comment. There's a lot of Goku Akuma Koku. See, I can't even read my things right. It's too early in the morning for this shite. Right, moving on. Blaine the Hoagie Man says, Stuff and things. Random nonsense. Incoherent rambling. Insert that here. Well, there we go. Right, that's basically how my voice has been, how the start of this episode's been, has sounded like me just incoherently speaking absolute shite. That has been this episode to begin with, hasn't it? So, Blaine, you actually... Originally, I was gonna, I did see that. I was going to light you up for that and go, what the fuck? But I think it's actually worked out quite well. And the final question is Chris Copleen. And no, I'm not answering that question, Chris. You know why... And if you're on pay, I'm sorry, if you're not on the Patreon, you're not going to see what he's wrote. That is one, you know, there's this questions where you just go, no, 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 you want this show to actually still be on the air. And that thing, that question will get me in trouble. That will get me in trouble. So I ain't answering that, you piece of poo. Not happening. Go over to Patreon. I think Raging can back me up on this one. Um, Have a look at it. And go, nah, 
<laughs> nah, not happening, Chris. One time I refused to answer a question. No chance, not happening. Absolute numpty. Right, hang on. I need a quick drink. Right, let us move on. Thank you all, everyone, for your submissions as always. Let's move into our new section, which we call Patch 63.0. So patch 63 is our news section and there's yeah there's quite a bit i always think there's never going to be that much but then it actually turns out there is quite a bit which is good to see so first of all ea no more say hello to ea sports fc now as we we mentioned a few months back ea have terminated their agreement with fifa and this was because um the fifa were apparently asking ea to pay a billion dollars to pay for the fifa for its name it's like fuck that every four years i absolutely do want that so much money just to have fifa in the title that's like fifa should be paying them the amount of work they do for them so ea basically no that's enough and they've called themselves ea sports f ea sports fc what a shite name what a shite name that that people oh yeah you get the new ea sports fc game oh dreadful uh, but apparently, the new franchise, it's based on the same game. Similar lineup of players, teams, and stadiums. And this is all because of licensing deals they've actually got with the clubs rather than with FIFA. So you, it's not going to change. Uh, you're not going to have like it was in Pro Evo where they're just made up names. Like Liverpool Red and stuff like that. Or Merseyside Red, I think it was. You are going to have the actual names. They've got all that. Apparently, they're going to give more details in July. So... They're going to have to hurry up because, yeah, usually it comes out at the start of every season. So it'd be interesting to see what it's going to be like. Now, FIFA have said themselves, their own division, that they're planning to release a game. Like, all right, who's going to make it for you? That's going to be the question. Who's going to make it for you? Because EA probably knew what they were doing. Well, obviously they did, but they have to churn out a game every single year of high quality. Otherwise, people aren't going to buy it. Are you still going to have a company who's able to do that? Because if you fuck it up, you get a the, the 2K series from WWE where they came out and they were just absolutely shite. And I think they, they got to the stage where we can't release one every year, release every two. Best way of doing it. FIFA can't do that. Never has. So it's going to be interesting to see if the new company are going to be able to do it. Fair play, give them a go. And it gives EA a bit of competition because it's pretty much dormant on the... They've got no competitors. So maybe a FIFA game might be good. It's got to be good. It's got to be. Otherwise, FIFA's just going to basically dominate again. And this FIFA game's not even going to see the light of day. But we'll wait and see, you know, give them a chance. The market will dictate to see sort of these things. So talking about the market dictating... I think Sega are going to have to look at you know, what's been happening. Because as I mentioned on DLC, over a million people have downloaded the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. And apparently, according to the Sonic the Hedgehog's media manager, it is the 61st highest rated Steam game ever. That's not bad for an April Fool's joke. And the funny thing is, it's not even by um, Sonic Team. It was made by Sega Social Team instead. And apparently it's the highest rated Sega Sonic game in the series. Oops. <laughs> but it is a good game. It's a good game. I'm not going to go too much into it. But it's, it's, I really enjoyed it. Two, three hours of good fun. Really enjoyed it. And 
like I did, I've done the episode recently, this week, on DLC, and it's not the longest episode, I admit, because you can't go too much into a three-hour game. I'm not going to make like a half an hour, 40-minute video into where you'll nearly be halfway through the game. But I still recommend, go give that a watch. Fuck me, go give it a listen to. I'm not on YouTube. I'm not on YouTube with this stuff. My God. Yeah, watch your car stereo as you're driving. Don't don't watch the road. Fuck that. Watch the car stereo and watch my words coming out. Jesus Christ. Now, one thing that made me get really angry this week was I saw a story that um, Elden Ring has been beaten with someone using a Boppet controller. I just thought, fuck off. His name is Swoop Douglas on Twitch, and he used a Boppet Extreme 2 controller. Now, if you don't know what Boppet is, it's a kid's machine, and it's addictive as anything, where it's like playing the... And it will go, twist it! And there'll be all different commands that will give you, like, five different commands. And you've got to do it really quick, so it tests your reactions to how fast you can go. And it's only got five control, five buttons, and yet the guy did it. What the, what the, how, how, I don't know, I don't know life anymore, I just, oh, how has he done it with a boppet to, go watch it on, I probably need to watch it on Twitch, but that's just stupid, oh, gamers scare me sometimes what they can do, you think like all the things these people sometimes could be doing, well, I've got the intelligence to use a Boppet 2 extra controller to play a video game. You want to be a doctor? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Elden Ring it is. Get me Elden Ring. That's what I want to do. Oh, I love the internet. I love people. Now, recently, I went on to see the Mario film. Had a great time. Everyone should see it. Fuck the critics. They don't know what they're on about. And there's been a few things about it which make me laugh. So there's a song in the in it called peaches now i'm not going to sing it because i don't want to spoil it and i, I can give it a version of it it won't be very good but i can sing it but i love winding my daughter up with it and so hiccups loves to listen to it but then i'll join along and then she'll go daddy i'm like what no yeah she's four she's got the sass now and i'll just sing it just to piss her off and i love it but she wants to hear it but apparently it was not really gonna be there at the beginning and it's kind of just evolved it took a few days and then it was in and the thing is though this is this whole thing is about bowser legitimately being in love with princess peach and they said the directors they've come out and said well how do we actually convey that to the audience because it'd be a bit boring for him to say like i love peach and that's it so basically yeah they had jack black and they had this idea of spreading the message that peach loved bowser and the best way of doing it is through song and that is Jack Black all over, and it is really the best thing. But the funny thing is, this allegedly is can go up for the Oscars. And I genuinely think if this thing gets downloaded enough, it's streamed and watched on YouTube, it will get nominated for an Oscar, which would be hilarious if that was the case. Like, it won't win, but just to see Jack Black go to the Oscars, and I guarantee if he went to the Oscars, he'd go in a Bowser costume as well. He And if he did, he would be a winner in everyone's eyes for life if he did that. Oh, Christ. He might not win. Imagine if they brought him up to sing it. Hey, do you know what? I'm making that a prediction. Because this film has been doing so well, I genuinely think he's going to sing this at the next Oscars. And he will. And it'll be so amped up. It'll be incredible. There's a freaking prediction. <laughs> 
There's a prediction. I'm recording this on the 18th of April, 2023. That's a prediction for next year. Good to happen. Right. Talking about the Mario movie, uh, in recent interviews, or the press interviews trying to promote the film, um, you had, you've had interviews with Seth Rogen, and there were ones with Chris Pratt and Charlie Day, and they all like, asked him, and they asked, so it was Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, and then Seth Rogen separately, and they asked them all about like which character or series would you like Mario to cross over with, and they all said Metroid, and they all said Metroid. A day later, Charlie Day went on to say that um, Zelda as well, but... Metroid was the first one on the lips, which is which is bold. I do. I think that's going to happen. Yes, but not now. I think if you're going to do Metroid, you can't do it in the Mario style. It's got to be a little bit spooky, because Metroid is a very niche market, and those players who will buy a Metroid game would be probably from a, an older generation. And playing the recent games of Dread and Fusion, they're very much, there's that fear factor. So if you played, if you watched a Metroid film and it was more like, woohoo, yay, let's have fun, it won't work. You need to have that sense of dread, that is basically that fear, that dark side. And do I think a film will come out? Yes, 100%. It's, it's definitely going to happen. It's who they're going to pitch, who's going to be the main character i know brie larson was hinted because she actually does like metroid and everyone's like no 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 please god no uh but also what was quite funny was that um charlie day said um he's basically said oh yeah i know another film we could do and everyone's like yes we know we know what it's gonna be cautiously luigi's mansion and pratt called him straight away and he said i think you're saying that because you're luigi <laughs> I think that was quite good. And then Charlie Day went, yeah, I think it's there's a lot going on. He said, he said it's like The Shining meets Nintendo. And then Pratt went, oh, yeah, shit. That actually be pretty good. And it would. I have to say, Luigi's Mansion, the movie, would be good. You can't say it wouldn't be. 100% they'll make that film. The Luigi's Mansion games always do well. They will make that film, and it will be class. You'll probably get more character developments out of anything with that because Luigi will have to you know, go from being a scaredy cat to being brave. 100% they will make that film. They will. I'm not time stamping that again, but they will. It's going to happen. Now, talking about Mario, uh, final thing we're going to talk about Mario. It's been actually the original Super Mario Brothers theme. Here. Do, 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 do. It has been added to the National Recording Registry. Now, I didn't know this was even a thing. The U.S. Library of Congress highlighted that it's the first ever time a video game song has been recognized for the registry. And basically, it's because it's one of the most recognizable songs of all time. I'd say either that or Sonic uh, up there with some of the most recognizable straight away. But the Super Mario Brothers theme is in the part of the class of 2023 of the registry. It joins other works like Madonna's Like a Virgie. Like a Virgie? Jesus Christ. I started reading it going, no... Madonna's Like a Virgin is going in the registry along with Super Mario Brothers. Holy shit. Although, to be fair, the, the chances are we were all virgins when this song, when we were playing Mario. So, yeah, it probably fits quite well. Uh, yeah, we could pro probably get rid of Super Mario Brothers theme when we're playing that and just put, like, Madonna's Like a Virgin. So, jumping on the first Goomba. Like a virgin. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, where Mario touched us for the very first time. Yeah, it'll work. That works. You can have it now. I'm not angry anymore. That works. I've managed to work it in. There we go. <sighs> Mario. Right, moving on to things that we'd said a while ago. That was, was a stupid decision. 
and seems like someone who was listening. The Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster is coming to consoles tomorrow. About bloody time. Like, I don't understand when they did this. I remember when they, it was last year, they said, oh, yeah, I'll move our phones. And everyone went, what the fuck? Put it on the consoles. And it's a day one purchase from the majority of people. And obviously they've gone, oh, shit, yeah, that'll be a good idea. And they're coming out tomorrow on everything. So go have fun. If you like your Final Fantasy, you have an absolute bloody good time. They're all on there. Go get them. I don't know how much they're going to be. So I imagine they're probably going to be like $40, aren't they? I, but am I getting them? No, because I've already played two on the Pixel Remaster. And I'm not at the stage where I'm going to be playing any more Final Fantasies for a while. So yeah, not happening. But yeah, I imagine with a lot of people, they're going to be happy. Go get them. A lot of people who have been getting stuff. Resident Evil 4 Remake has surpassed 4 million copies for in two weeks. That's mental. Capcom must be sitting there pissing their head off, like pissing themselves, like pissing themselves laughing. That's done so well. Fair play to them, well done. But it's it is a phenomenal game. And now the mercenaries have hit, and it looks so good. I've been watching some videos recently. It looks so much fun. Honestly, Capcom, well done. And there's no way that Resident Evil 5 is not now getting that treatment. Resident Evil 5 will get the same treatment. Six, ooh, ooh. I don't know what they're going to do about six. <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing about six. But there's no way in hell they're not going to look at other Resident Evil games. They might do Resident Evil 1, they might do Resident Evil 0, they might do I don't know, the Code Veronica games. Do it. It's instant hits. Hey, it's instant, you can get instant buys with this. Playing Resident Evil 1 as a Resident Evil 4 would be interesting. Because Resident Evil 1, even though it has already had a remake, and then a HD version of that remake, it's never been in first person. So it would be interesting to see what it's going to be like. But it's completely, it's not action-based, it's more like horror. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what that would be if it happens. But well done everyone at Capcom. You've had an absolute bore with that one. And they say gaming's dead. Awesome. Now, talking about something coming out, which I have spoke about briefly mentioned bits but i've not really seen much to get me that excited zelda tears of the kingdom it had its final trailer and it just released and it was a three minute long trailer and holy shit that got me hyped this trailer showed me so much more than anything it has before i was like where's all this been hidden it basically had Link not fighting on his own. He fights with comrades. This shows there's new ex areas to explore. There's like a lava world on a train. Some of the bosses we saw look really good. We saw Ganondorf for the first time. He looks basically like he's just done the fusion dance with Akuma. Like there was a lot of Link, 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 Link. New design for Zelda, which looks like in a wedding-esque dress. Fanciest. Pretty good. I was like, where's this been? Like, everyone said, this is what we want to see. It looked incredible. It looked absolutely outstanding. And I know nothing gets leaked out of Nintendo, but wow. Well, I say nothing gets leaked. You wait and see what I'm about to say now. Um, but not. it looked really good. And I was all for this. So now, yeah, I'm hyped for Breath of the uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm hyped for it now. And it's not long. It's out soon. Next month, I think it is. Amazon, I've got my pre-order done. So expect that day one, or I'll be coming over, hitting you on the head with a fan, a paper fan, and go, hey, give me my game now. 
So you expect a review of that when it comes out. But talking about how nothing gets leaked from Zelda. <laughs> yes, it does. Now, this is all factual, so I can say this. Now, Nintendo filed an application to subpoena Discord. There's two stories. Sorry, two stories over this. So there's one. Is that apparently, um, they, they subpoenaed Discord in an attempt to track down a user who leaked images from an unreleased Tears of the Kingdom art book. I was like, what the fuck? They did this in February. So they went over. They basically want to find the identity of the Discord user, Julian, hashtag 2743, where he leaked images from the 200 game page art book. And considering that Nintendo sent Discord this basically subpoena, it's probably true. And they sent him a, disc, a takedown request as well. It's definitely true. I was like, how funny is that? Now, the leaker apparently has claimed that it came through from a friend. But he said he's a lifelong friend, so I wouldn't assume he'd lie to me. I have more images. He's promising to send a bunch more, so I'll show them when I can. But again, you got to take that. There's truth to that because Nintendo are going so over the top to basically get the, a subpoena. Who does a subpoena? That's like skin shit. We're going to subpoena your ass. I just... I can't imagine that. That's so funny. Jesus, the lawyers at Nintendo are getting their money worth this year, aren't they? And then, then this came out. Apparently, a GameStop employee was allegedly fired after posting about Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the new Switch system they're going to be releasing just before its announcement. Now, this, this staff member has now gone. And apparently what happened is they, they, got, a, they got an email the manager basically said, yeah, we've had an email from Nintendo off the record that Nintendo basically have requested the leaker be fired. I was like, holy shit. The power. Now, what they've probably done is Nintendo have said, you fire this individual or not, we're not going to give you any Nintendo stock, which they could so easily do. And if the Nintendo would be like, I don't give a shit. That's funny. It's scary, but funny at the same time. Like, the power of, who wrote that email? Dear GameStop management, please sack this employee or we will no longer give you any of our stock. Not even kind regards. Fucking savage. Jesus. Oh, you fucking do not mess with Nintendo, do you? They're just the kings. The kings. Yeah, what happens if you leak anything? The ninjas come after you. Superb. And that is enough for everything for the news. Let's move into our free section available for everyone, which is Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh-huh. Now, Stick It Up Your Jinjo is available for everyone. You don't need to be on Patreon. Just follow me over on Twitter and you can basically get involved there. And I will read out any of your gaming frustrations and gaming wins of the week. And I didn't get any this week, but it's fine because I have two of my own. So it's not a problem. My gaming frustration is that I was doing making... I thought, you know what? I'll make a Pokemon challenge video. And I finished a video with Steelix. Did it all. Spent the, about two and a half hours doing it. And literally got to the stage where just about to put the laptop down to save it but i have no battery so the laptop's on a wire and then it just went boom 
boom. And my face went, no. An hour and a half of footage, because I'd already saved once, gone. And I'd already saved the game. It's like, fuck. So I can't even go back. It's gone. An hour and a half of fucking work gone down the fucking drain. I was like, you bastard. I just beat the game with a fucking Steelix of all Pokemon. I've just beaten it with a Steelix. Holy shit. I did it at level 60. And now it's gone. And now if I want to release that video, I've got to redo the whole thing. And it kind of, oh, it's, it's made me question doing YouTube. Doing these Pokemon challenge videos for that. Oh, I was getting pissed off. I was secretly raging inside and trying to not, like, just get the bottle of whiskey and just have a few to calm my nerves. Oh, I was raging. Definitely raging. But my my win, which I'm very proud of myself in, I finished Metroid Dread. And I put my um, overall time and my times I died. And allegedly, I beat one of the, the targets. I did it in under eight hours. So I got some little rewards for doing that. I was like, ooh! And the next target is under four hours. And I genuinely think I could do it in under four hours because now I know, well, I'd have to do it again. But I roughly know where I'm going. And I know the boss's patterns. So that's what takes a lot of the time is figuring all the boss's patterns. And once you do that, you're golden. And I could do all that. It's amazing how you play the game. And once you start figuring out, oh, hang on, there's a pattern here. And you get used to the pattern, how the game just becomes so different. Oh, now, I said Metroid Dread, there will be a review of that coming next week on DLC, and you'll find that over on Patreon. Right, let's move in to our final section, which is our final Patreon section called Survive or Die. Hey, listen! So Survival Die is where literally I get two games, franchises, it could be anything to do with gaming, and I have them sat in front of Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who will sit there with Shao Kahn's hammer and eventually pass judgment where one of them will have their brain smashed in and one of them will live to fight another day. Considering we're talking Mario this week, I decided to go with uh, Bowser versus Dr. Robotnik, the main baddies of the two biggest gaming franchises in the world. I was thinking about putting Bowser up against anybody, and I think if I put him up against Wario, he'd lose, Waluigi, he'd lose. So I said, you know what? I don't think there's only one other um, antagonist who could give him a good challenge, so hence I went with Robotnik. You all got involved. I got a good few responses to this, which was really good, so I'm very happy to watch this. Okay, let's see how this one unfolds. I've got my opinion, but as I said, I can be swayed. Captain N says, Both of these megastars who have starred as villains in their respective franchises should survive on that alone. But rules are rules, and you'll be held to one of those rules for once, Danny. Thank you. Bowser, King of the Coopers, is a monster of a beast and has countless times kidnapped Princess Peach, only to lose her to Mario before he giant Mario on his quest to submit, submit Smitty. Dr. Robotnik, who still hasn't showed us his PhD, is a mad scientist who likes to tinker with robots to take on a hedgehog that is painted blue. Sure, this hedgehog can run fast, but really, it's a kid's pet. Bowser survives and because he takes on a kingdom. Dr. Robotnik fights like a child's pet and can die because of this. Um, right, first of all, who, no one has fucking hedgehogs as pets. No, we don't. We, do, we don't keep them. I, can, I, I've ne I barely ever see a hedgehog in the wild. 
I think I've seen more echidnas in the wild. Chris, don't even start. I've seen more echidnas in the wild than hedgehogs. Because you can't hold them because you're like, they, they go straight into a ball and you're like, Jesus Christ, they're spiny and shit. And I agree, Dr. Robotnik still hasn't shown us his PhD. There's, there's got to be some questions there. And yeah, Mario, I get, I get what you're saying. But doesn't Dr. Robotnik do the same sort of thing? He takes on worlds as well. He often, isn't he ruling the world and Sonic's got to fight against him? Isn't that what the whole thing is of Dr. Robotnik? He, he's like, he's doing the stuff. Like, fuck, the guy is a death egg, for God's sake. Bowser ain't got that. Although he does have a cool floating castle. You ain't got a death egg. Just, just saying. And it's more likely to have a turtle as a pet than a hedgehog. Just, just, I'm just putting it out there. Putting it out there. So that's one nil to Robot, one nil to Bowser. Raging Demon says, Robotnik survives, there we go, one all, because Bowser's a stupid turtle. Turtles are also pets, there we go, there we go, and are relatively helpless when picked up by their shell. If you do this to a hedgehog, it'll probably hurt your hand. There we go, there we go, that's my exact point. Thank you, Raging, my exact point. If you pit the two bosses together, each other in terms of boss fights, it'll, in their games, Robotnik has cooler music and is much more interesting. If you put them together against each other for their portrayal in movies, Robotnik still wins because Jim Carrey was so much better than Jack Black. Not that Jack Black is bad. His performance was good, it's just Bowser is an uninteresting turtle, and you can't polish an uninteresting turtle and just roll them in glitter. If he was a mutant ninja turtle, that would change things, but he isn't, and he doesn't. So Shao Kahn hammer Bowser and sell him on a market. <laughs> Maybe not in some countries because they probably eat him. But yeah, oh, do you know what the movie performance? That's that's gonna be one. That could be next week's one. No, it won't be. It won't be. But I do think Jim Carrey was better than Jack Black. And again, not because Jack Black was bad. Jack Black was fantastic as Bowser. I don't think you could have done any more anything else with the character. It was a superb portrayal. But Jim Carrey as Robotnik was absolutely incredible. Like, he could be retiring on Sonic 2. That's his final role. And if it is, great. Because he's awesome in it. Like, and it may be because this is a, a live-action portrayal. Like, if it was a 3D animated one, would it have been the same? Probably not. But the the Sonic movie allowed, basically, Jim Carrey to have run of the muck and just do what he wants. And he was great. He was. Thank you, Raging Demon. That's funny. He put all the points. That's good fun. So Nikki Hilson says, this one was actually too tough to call, so I played my own game. Oh, that's dangerous. He said, survive or die with Jim Carrey or Jack Black. Both done great films, but Jack Black is one of my all-favorite time, all time actors, so he survives. Now go on, Danny, moan that I didn't play by the rules. You're goddamn right I'm going to moan. You are goddamn right. This isn't Jim Carrey, Jack Black. I just said I'm not going to do that. And then you come in and go, well, I, I see Danny's rules. I'm going to disrespect them, spit on his face, piss on his child's face, and make my own rules. It, you clearly have the combatants in the title of this segment. You wanted to make your... No, Nico. There's a special place for people like you. Even Captain N. Even Captain N has followed the rules this week. And you just disrespect this channel and everyone that puts into it Dis disgusting terrible person nico <sighs> get me wild up blame the hoagie man says so both of these villains are pretty silly so i'm going to base my decision based on this 
Bowser only kidnaps one princess and sometimes turns the other characters into blocks or whatever, while Dr. Robotnik kidnaps hundreds of animals to stuff inside stupid machines. So kill Robotnik to prevent hundreds of animals from being kidnapped, and going back to Bowser, all you need to is rescue the princess is just rely on two fat Italian plumbers and sometimes rescues herself while you have to wait on a blue speedy hedgehog to save the animals. Well, yeah... He's got a point, like, basically Robotnik does animal genocide, in a way. He's, he's just gets them all. How he does that, like, how he captures them all, like, Jesus Christ, have you ever tried to catch bunnies? You see him in the game bouncing along nice and slow. Don't do that in a while, fucking off. You even see one, boom, gone. So I think Robotnik should get some praise for catching him, but no, no, you want to kill him. You want to kill him, so we're 2-1 at the moment. 2-1 to Bowser surviving. Pajama said, this one's easy. Finish off Bowser. There we go. Two all. It's basically a lame version of Godzilla that kidnaps the princess over and over again and not seeing as she has 0% interest. And if that wasn't enough, he then goes and joins said princess and her rescues for bloody golf and tennis matches. <laughs> He's an annoying guy inserting himself into a social circle with no one telling him to fuck off because he'll set your house on fire again. Also, Robotnik builds cool robots and has a Death Star, which resembles his face. That's pretty cool. There we go! He's got the Death Egg! I love how everyone's just calling up my points. That's great. I love how he says that no one's telling him to fuck off. Like, he just Mario just to go, uh, do one. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Thing is, though, I read that. I was reading it in a bloody golf and tennis matches. You know what? We say this, right? But then saying that, haven't they all gone and all of them gone off and done played the Olympics together? Like, the Bowser and Robotnik will go for a swim together. They've all gone and done it. They'll go do javelin. They'll go do shot put. They'll do whatever. So they're willing to put them, themselves aside if they can all go play some sports. So I'm like, shit, he's right. But then he's he's also shit. Robotnik's done it as well. Although is he called? I refuse to call him Eggman. I just won't. It's Robotnik. Come on. Ugh, Eggman. Ugh, disgust me. Thank you, movie, for keeping it as Robotnik. And finally, Chris Copleen says, I thought Robotnik was already dead. Didn't we kill him against Wily? No, we're not having that. We. This is Mortal Kombat rules. You can bring him back to, to bring him back to life whenever you want. Just, just, and no plot point needed. You just bring him back. You don't need to explain why. Carrying on. Anyway, kill zombie Robotnik, as he'll never be as cool as Bowser. Bowser isn't, is even a good dad by having enough trust to set up his children for success by giving them kingdoms to successfully rule over. Have you not heard of a Koopa Trooper bitch about the bad economic state they're in? Of course not. Bowser is a true statesman of the people. Meanwhile, Robotnik couldn't even get a theme park off the ground. Fuck off, Robotnik. Get better life goals. <laughs> I love I love the comments, like the anger sometimes you guys put in there. I, I love it. It makes me laugh so much. Like, I can feel your rage coming in. Uh, do you know what, though? We say that, right? You mentioned the point about a good dad. He, allegedly, the Cooper Trooper kid aren't his kids. They're not. I've, I think that's a bit... We think we've, we've, we've looked... I've always viewed them as his kids. But apparently, they're not. I think we, we talked about this in the Mario 3 episode. Apparently, they're not his kids. Only Bowser Jr. is his kids. Which makes me question... Where's Mrs. Bowser? Or is he asexual? Oh, 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 oh. Everyone thought the same thing. Oh, God, no. 
But yeah, that's just weird. And an economic state. I can imagine the, they're all sitting there, like Ludwig van Cooper's sitting there, like doing all his tax returns. Have we done them? Are they doing, get him in on time? Yes. Yes, Daddy, they're in. Don't worry, I got them processed. They're all ready to go. Yeah, the Mushroom Kingdom's insurance or tax company's not coming after us. Imagine Donkey Kong doing his tax returns. Fucking hell. So how many bananas is this? Oh, awesome. So funny. All right, so you guys have said you're going to go and get rid of Bowser. So you're going to get rid of Robotnik, and you're keeping Bowser. Who am I going to get rid of? Hmm. Hmm. Do you know what? I'm disagreeing with you. I'm getting rid of Bowser for the simple reason Bowser is nowhere near as fun as Robotnik. The many portrayals of Robotnik have just been funny. And they like I've watched all the cartoons, and he's so funny. The movie portrayal is incredible. The game's Robotnik is far more challenging than Bowser. Fact. He is. Don't lie. He is. And he's got so many different forms as well. And it's got a secret super boss as well. You fight him in space. You fight in space. And don't. I know someone's going to say, well, don't you do that Mario Odyssey. You fight on the fucking moon. Shut up. Shut up. I don't even know how Mario does that without his head exploding. Don't questions for another day. But I love fighting those Robotnik fights as Supersonic. They are absolutely great. And he has a death egg. He has its own death egg. And everyone's like, oh, well, it's that cool. No, you see it from Earth. Which means it's pretty fucking big. If you can see that shit from Earth, it means it's huge. It is Death Star level. Probably even bigger than the Death Star. I'm just putting it out there. So sorry, people who know it. it. Well, you do the maths. You let's everyone do the maths on how big the Death Egg, egg is compared to the Death Star. I'm going to have those figures at some point. Someone's going to do them for me. But yeah, I'm getting Bowser. He is getting the Shao Kahn treatment. That hammer is coming down on his head. Mister Jeffrey Dean Morgan is very happy. And once I figure out how to do his voice on AI, I will do something to accompany that. Guys, thank you. That was good fun. I really loved that. That was good fun. So what have I been up to before we move on? Uh, I've been working, sadly. Little one wasn't well on Saturday. She had a fever, so I had to play daddy responsibilities. Had football as well, drew two all. Got our first point of the season. It was nice to get that, but obviously we want to do a little bit more. So what have I been playing? Well, I've got three games on the go. So fit well, I've just finished uh, Metroid Dread. I have Chains of Echoes. That's going to be my modern day game I'm playing along with Resident Evil 4 Remake. And I just started Breath of Fire for the Super Nintendo. Never played it before. Um, so I played it for an hour yesterday, beat the first boss. I got advised it's a bit grindy. It is definitely a bit grindy already. So I have done that. So yeah, expect an episode on that at some point. That will be coming. Now, let us get into, into our Yoshi story talk. Russell! As I said, before we do this, we like to give you guys a chance where you guys would give your own opinions and your own thoughts. So Steph Hatter has said, I remember wanting this game so badly, but all the memories I have playing of it would just come with a really unnerving feeling of dread. Is it just me, or was it properly creepy at points? Um, Stefan, I can say this as your big cousin and leader of the family. You're fucking on your own. That was my board falling down. God damn it. I've got this board I'm trying to stick up on the wall, and it will not stick on the wall. It's doing my head in. This fucking board. Don't try and insert yourself into this. I'm just telling my cousin how freaking weird he is. And then you come in 
as if the bo- bo- the board's got sentient life. As if you just could ruin this for me. Segment, dickhead. Yeah, Stefan, you're a bit weird. That's a weird one for me. Although saying that, I find the, the Sony PlayStation 1 opening tune scary as fuck. So maybe that's, yeah, maybe we all have our things that find games creepy and things. So yeah. And then he said also this, which I've not watched yet. He's put a video up on YouTube. So if you're on Patreon, watch that. And I can't even tell if it's a good link. So I have no responsibility if you click that link. <laughs> it says YouTube. Please, God, Stephanie's not linked it to somebody else or I'm in trouble. Captain N says, After Super Mario 2, Yoshi's Island, they followed up with this N64 game and I couldn't agree more with that. Oh, for fuck, now he's gone and done it. There we go. Thanks, Captain N. Usual bullshit from you. Fucking had to do that, didn't he? Finally, Blaine the Hoagie Man says, This game is fun, but it's also very short and very easy. Yeah, I found that. The only way to have 100% thing is playing it through four times. I just wish they had made it to having it play each world for level hang on sorry i wish they just made it to have to play each world world's four levels before going on to the next world i will say the white and black yoshis are the best ones i agree with both of those statements yeah i you, you will explain why you play one you only get one world per one level per world unless you unlock the other ones and i agree this game would have been so much better had you been able to do four levels, move on four levels, I so much a better game, but they didn't, and there was a reason for that, and I don't agree with it. Uh, I do agree the white and black Yoshi's were so cool. I didn't play with them for this playthrough because you got to unlock them, um, but they were there, and yeah, that's see Blaine on my thinking, on my thinking. I like that. Well done. All right, everyone, thank you so much for your submissions. Let us get into the chat with Lindsay. She was very gracious coming on to the show again. I loved having her on, and we had such a good chat with this. It was good fun. So I am just going to play some music. And when I come back, me and Lindsay are going to be talking about Yoshi's story. No, no, Yoshi's story for anyone cries. That came out on the N64 in Europe on May the 10th, 1998. Fuck me, I'm old. Returning to the show once more is Miss Lindsay Norris. How are you? I'm great, and thank you for having me back. Now, we are talking... <laughs> we just said we're talking Yoshi's story for the N64, and I think we both agree with this sort of thing When because you, you said, ah, oh, when I, I played this, I liked it, but then I was like, it's not that bad when you read the reviews, but then you replayed it and went, oh, oh, no, oh, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's definitely something to say about the eyes of a elementary school kid and the eyes of a, you know, plus 30 year old adult replaying something like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I I just I was thinking that just going for a run this morning. I was like, you know, sometimes you can say you're blinded by nostalgia. I was like, holy shit, I was blinded by nostalgia. I thought, because I can, I 100%ed this as a kid. I rented it and 100%ed it. I thought, oh, this is a great game. Played it with the N64 expansion pass and went, oh, oh this is shite. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, oh, go on, go on. No, no, go on, you go. Oh, I was going to say, for me, I didn't have, and I think this is because I didn't have a, a Super Nintendo. I didn't have like this. 
I didn't even know this game existed. And I was thinking about this the other night where where I was talking to some friends and they're like, oh yeah, I was so excited to get this game or so excited to get this game. And I was like, how did you people know these games existed? Because there weren't commercials for them, you know? Like I wasn't, like I remember almost every childhood commercial I had and none of them were a Nintendo game. Unless it was like maybe Smash Brothers. I think Smash Brothers is the only one I like remember a commercial for. Everything else was like a magazine. So yeah. like I didn't play the original Yoshi's uh island you know super mario brothers 2 yoshi's island yeah yeah i didn't play that either (laughs) no i didn't play that one either right yeah so like i'm sure when people some people would see the game and be like oh my gosh i loved yoshi's island and but like when i it was never on my like list of games that i wanted i literally just it was one of those where i just rented it from blockbuster and I just played whatever file was already on the game. So <laughs> I didn't want to start a new one. Awesome. He's like, ah, fuck it. I'm too lazy. I'll right. just play this one. Right. Like, I didn't know. And as a kid, I remember I'm going through, like, these levels now. And I'm looking at, like, YouTube playthroughs and stuff. And, like, I remember these levels. But I very strongly remember this was, like, a core memory unlocked that I had no idea what to do in this game when I was a kid. Like, no clue. I just ran around as Yoshi. And, like, I wasn't a stupid kid. You know, I played, like, I played Ocarina of Time, like, over and over again. I played, I played Smash Brothers. That doesn't really count. But, you know, Mario 64. But, like, Yoshi's story, and this is probably why I never asked to get it. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but at least I'm Yoshi. Yeah, at least at least I can be at least I can be Yoshi for the day. And yeah, right. this, is, this is the thing. The one the only good thing I could do as a kid when it came out was when he started because it was the first time you heard Yoshi speak. Um, oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, mum, mum. And she's like, what? I went, Russell. And she's like, you're yeah. an idiot. She's <laughs> you're a moron. I said, no, I can do the Yoshi voice, mum. Look, Russell, Russell. And she's like, that, that, that doesn't get you anything in life, son. It gets you nothing. It achieves <laughs> nothing. This is a skill. <laughs> I thought it was a skill. Don't try it in the bedroom, people. It, it really doesn't impress. Uh, I can tell you that now. It puts people off. Um, right. But all I can say, like, yeah, I was the same as you. When I played this as a kid, I had a good, I had a good time. I just played as Yoshi. But then, as an, you know, basically the idea is just collect thirty bits of fruit and you pass a level. And I, I was like, oh, they're fruit. I'm eating the fruit, right? But then, as right. an adult, I sat back and went, this is a score attack game. The whole point of this is to get the biggest score. Like, right. I, I, it never dawned on me as a kid. It only dawned on me as an adult. I went, holy shit, this is not the right. game I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's a, I it just assume in this, in this a era of video games on the N64, it was a bunch of experimentation. And mm. like, you can kind of imagine when I was a kid. So, first of all, like, I probably didn't even notice that the fruit around the stage was like getting filled up as you as you ate it. As you ate it. <laughs> right. And I do remember being like them in the way and me thinking I could eat it and then not being able to. And then like can you imagine like <laughs> right like I don't I don't know what this is supposed to tell me. So like I would run and then you know those little happy like uh the question mark or like the the blocks that are supposed to tell you what you're doing yeah of course i never read those like i you know i just oh there's 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 text on my screen please go away yeah get and, away like, right and, and, and then you would just be playing and then suddenly the level was over and i had no idea why <laughs> <laughs> 
Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, fruit, and I'll eat it, or you know, whatever. I'll eat a guy, I'll throw eggs, and like, oh, a fruit. And, you know, after three hours, probably, of being on the same level, suddenly, I'm like, suddenly, what's the end? <laughs> Yoshi suddenly just goes, like, he's been shot, or he's had an orgasm, he goes, ah! right. And it's like, it's oh, this weird... is the end of it. Yeah, like, oh, oh, that, oh, I, oh, I won, I guess. I, I don't <laughs> so know how weird. I did that. Right. It's like, you have a beginning, but you don't, you don't have an end. And I was so, so out of, out of whack of what I've been trained and what I've been like training for since yeah. the, since the Nintendo. Well, because yeah, you're looking for a start and an end. And there's like, this, these levels are kind of like, there's multiple areas in each level. Because let's, let's look at it realistically. The whole point was at the beginning of the whole game, you get given a fruit and that's your fruit of choice. It could be like a melon, a banana, a grape or something, or berries. And say if it's berries, right? In reality, you should be going to explore all the stage just for berries. That's all you should be doing is eating berries. Don't eat bananas. Don't eat watermelons. Just eat berries. But as a kid, I'm like, fuck off. I want to eat anything I can see. I just want to get through the game. But obviously, it's a score attack. It's about getting the highest score. And I was like, oh, oh, that's what you're meant to do. I think the developers shot themselves in the foot there because I bet a lot of people, including us, had no idea what it was actually meant to be. Right. Yeah, there is there is it was like I think one of the one of the hints or like one of the instructions was like the more fruit you eat, the happier Yoshi gets. And yeah. you know what a happy Yoshi does, and you're like, No. <laughs> <laughs> Not <Yeah>. really. <laughs> tell me. Tell me what does a right. happy Yoshi do? <laughs> like and yeah, so you could like it's it's funny, you could you could play this game for hours or half an hour yes yes <laughs> and you'd get almost the same experience yeah like, which what shite. yeah what am i doing it's yeah because that's the thing if you just want to go complete the game as quick as possible yeah just go get your 30 fruit and jog on but if you want to basically have the the ultimate experience you need to go get those 30 bananas on each and every level and oh my god i imagine that's going to take an absolute ball ache trying to find them all because they are all over the place and i haven't got time for that i really don't right you know yeah yeah and like you know as a kid i definitely did but it was like it was upper level understanding of what you're doing yeah which i didn't have as a kid and now it's the patience of an adult that i had as a kid (laughs) they didn't communicate through the through the years and so now we're like uh Hogan. no right <laughs> there's four melons here i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna go for the banana <laughs> yeah it, it, it just it just doesn't work and this is the thing like so you get each the whole thing's a storybook and we'll go into why that is and basically the you get four stages per level but you only do one stage or four stages per world you only do one stage per world and so in the first world you have four stages you can pick any of them but there are hearts you can collect. And if you collect loads of hearts, and there's three in each one, when you go to the next world, there'll be more levels available to you. So I think the whole premise of this game was that you do your six worlds, and then you'd play the game again, and then you play the game again and again, so you could get different stories each time. They wanted you to do a Lilac Wars or a Star Fox, but I yeah. like that game. I was happy to replay that multiple times. <laughs> I, I was not wanting to play this multiple times. 
Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So the difference was I wanted to go back. Yes. And yeah. And I think it was a little bit more obvious in um, like, so in Star Fox, you know, when you'd get to, uh, you know, one of the first uh, uh, crossroads, you mm. know, it would show you that there is a crossroads. Like, look, yes. you're even going this way or you're going this way. And then you would go right and you'd be like, dang, how do you go left? Yeah, yeah, you know, how and do you like, go left? Right. But like Yoshi, it's like, you beat it. Next world. Oh, is that is okay? All righty. Well, that, all right, let's go. And you're kind of like, what happened? I mean, and, and there is also another little clip that says, hey, if you collect all the hearts, uh, you know, you get more there'll levels. be more levels. And like, but it's such a, it's such a, even then, such a alien concept. Yeah, to, to basically do that. unlock levels like that. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it, yeah. It, it's just like, again, when I played um, Star Fox or Lila Wars, I was happy because I really enjoyed that. And it was really interesting how you had to try and find the different ways to get to these other stages here. It's just collect hearts. It's like, oh, that is such a shitty mechanic. And these hearts are not like these hidden things. These are freaking huge things like, hello, I'm a heart. Collect me now. <laughs> Like, right. Oh my god! Like it, it really was a kids' game. I don't. Before anyone goes, gaming is a kids' game. Fuck off! This, this, this was baby's <laughs> first video game. Yeah, yeah, Yosh, and it didn't. Yeah, it was. It was a very simple, but also, what is it? It's like it's too hidden. Some things, like the hearts, very like hello. Listen for the whistle collect me you know and then you'll get like just the basic gameplay concept is 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 not all that understood so mm. <laughs> like it's uh visually like it's it should be more visual game of like telling you where to go but it's almost like a metroid type situation yeah setup. it is it is yeah. it's like baby's first metroid yeah yeah <laughs> so it's it's hard in that in that way to to like know what you're supposed to do but like when you see the thing you're like oh i definitely need that but it's like getting there is 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 like the part where i guess they just really really just wanted you to explore it was like a really weird way of like forcing you to explore in a to a side scrolling game which is you know what metroid was very good at and then yeah it was like mario and metroid and it didn't really it didn't really work out in and, my opinion, the way no, he could I agree have. with you. And, and I feel sorry for this game, in a sense, because this was the sequel to Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. This was the sequel to it. And it has that very artsy, crafty feel, whereas um, Yoshi's, Yoshi's Island was um, like crayon. This was yeah. more like stitch work. And like the sky is denim. Like I thought, holy shit! Like I played it because, like I said, I had the expansion pass. I thought this game still looks good. It, it oh, looks, absolutely! Looks, it's one of the N sixty four games do not hold up. They and PlayStation era games have not held up. This does. Like this still <laughs> looks really good. Absolutely, there is like a very handful. Like N sixty four, you're right, is like probably the worst aging of any of any console. But there's yeah. like. There's the Yoshi, there's Yoshi story and probably Paper Mario that just like you correct. play it now and you're like, whoa, man, yeah. this looks good. Yeah, and correct. Like, yeah, and, and then like every level, like you can go through and just uh, like 
there is the one in one of the water levels, like the stuff, like the coral and stuff, it's like made of like balloons, like inflated stuff. And you can like see like the little edges and it's just, it's such a beautiful game. It, very, it, very it beautiful is, game. It is a beautiful game. Like the enemies look great because they use sprites, which are very clever. Um, how they do it rather than like 3D models for Yoshi. He's a, he's a sprite at the end of the day. And it was it just, the world is fantastic. Like they handled water levels well. When you're in the lava, they presented well. Like I said, if you want a good looking game and you're going to say for the N64, you throw them this, but then you only dangle it in front of them so they can see what it looks like and don't get them to actually play it. And then you're fine. Um, but it's a very, very good looking game. Like each world, so there are six worlds and each one of them looks completely different. They have their own distinct feel. And I I like that. I was like, wow, okay, this is a this, they they have thought about how they're gonna present this game. And it looks is it it's beautiful. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. And 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 having that variety in every world is and being such a short game, like Ooh. the the amount of variety they put into the game is is absolutely exceptional. And just like the art direction for the entire game is is like well done. Just like if you die. You know, you go back to the little your little band, your little gang of Yoshi's, and you pick another one, and they're like running around talking to each other and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like that's just that's just such a cute way of doing stuff. You know how you go to the next world, the page flips, and and, and just uh, the enemies. They they might even be the same enemy, but the way you hit them, like like there's that one worm, you hit him and he changes color, or like. It just the shy guys are all doing different stuff. Just, just like very, very good. Uh, whoever the art director was, I don't oh, know. Whoever the art director was was great. And there's actually because it sounds like I'm going to shit all over this game. I am, but there are good elements. <laughs> and th there's a bit in the, one of the first levels, and you've just you've you, so you had to climb up like a snake ladder. So every time you jump on it, it changes direction, which was good. I like right. that. So, but then you get to this bit where you've got loads of shy guys. You can see there must be like thirty of them in the in the distance and in the foreground. And then you see them flying, and then they fly away from you in the foreground. Then they come to you, and it's like, "Holy shit! Here they come! Hold yeah. the fucking line, boys!" <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah, I know. Great. Yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Right? So good. Such so such a good like otherwise amazing game they had inside of this game <laughs> yeah, if, if anyone if, you know i just say play yoshi story to get to that bit there's no and considering there's about 30 things going on there's no frame rate drop it looks great and if you add like a war track to it it would be absolutely superb it's like yoshi <laughs> or like a, the 300 or lord of the rings music yoshi against the line of the <laughs> shy guys so this is sparta <laughs> so good yeah right? yeah i know and i know exactly what you're talking about yeah so good and we said about yeah the yoshis which is quite cute yeah because you've got six different yoshis to play with and yeah you basically they're all like running around doing their own thing and then when you pick one he just goes Lazzle! and he just runs off it's like here we go right I'm off. yeah he's like i'm called to duty yeah aye, aye. I'm, <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. I'm off to <laughs> war but the annoying thing about that is that you think, oh, I'll pick the red one for the fire level. It means nothing. It means nothing. They have no right. special abilities. It's just the same Yoshi, but different colors. 
yeah you get you get your colored eggs and a colored yoshi but that was that was all that was a little just that was disappointing like you know you think oh i'll pick the blue one so i can swim faster oh no it doesn't no no and you think super, you look at super mario world i look at that now and go you fucking lied to me you fucking lied to me <laughs> right right they even told me i played i trained for this <laughs> yeah i have i am literally just playing with the dinosaur i am ready for this you fuckers you screwed me over. It's like you screwed right. me over again with Yoshi. You screwed me over with Mario 64 because he appears at the end. And now you're screwing <laughs> me with this. Get fucked. Get fucked, Nintendo. Was, the N64 was not it was not a good Yoshi console. <laughs> it was not good. It was not kind to Yoshi. And there were two more Yoshis you could obtain. And I did get them back in the day. I was not getting them this time. There was a black one and a white one. Um, but that was about it. And basically, the way to, you look at Yoshi's, they're just lives. That's all they are. Yeah, they're yeah. Just lives, because when you when you lose when you when Yoshi dies, he gets carried away to a castle, which is quite like oh, it's a bit grim. Um, yeah. And then that's it. There, Yoshi's. There, there's your lives. Yeah, you can't like. I don't even know if you can get them back. I didn't successfully get any of my Yoshi's back. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't successfully. I, I didn't get mine back, but then again, I didn't need them all. I was like, because it's so right. fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. You know, you and the, I didn't know this unless until I just looked it up. But you, there's a there's a purple Yoshi too. Is there? Yeah, and you have to collect every coin on every stage to unlock him. I did not know about the purple Yoshi. Googling, googling, googling mm-hmm. now. And googling. um, that's something even as a kid I was not gonna do. Easy. Hang on. Yeah, Yoshi story. Yeah. Hang on. There's a hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't start. Give me a thing. Ah. Right. Now apparently he's he's hacked into the game. He's you gotta hack huh? him in the game. Apparently there's a brown Yoshi and a purple Yoshi. You can get the purple Yoshi, but you gotta hack him in. Oh, I didn't know about the brown one. Yeah, the brown one was meant to be in it as well, uh, but they didn't happen. Purple Yoshi. Oh, my God. Because, again, it doesn't do anything for you. They don't do anything. Right, right. And that was uh, that was probably the second the second dairy. <laughs> That's not how you say that. Uh, goal of that game was it was just also a very big collectathon, but yeah, kind was. of for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was. Like, yeah, you had to find the eggs or whatever to get the black and white Yoshi, right? Uh, and then, oh, you know what? I forgot. You can you can revive your Yoshis by finding a white shy guy. Oh, really? Which, I never knew yeah, that. And I didn't know that because, like I said, like I went through the game and I didn't, you know, like you said, I didn't need them all either. And I, but I couldn't figure out like how you were to get your lives back or maybe you just couldn't. Like maybe that was like the the like the 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 challenge they just like okay listen this is a little too easy maybe we just you can't get your lives back but apparently if you find a white yoshi uh or a white shy guy he can he can go to the castle and get your yoshi back because this is the thing it it was an easy game because every time you ate something you got health back anything you got your health back and even the bosses like there was a boss where it was a big cloud and when you ate it you basically ate it to kill it, which is a bit grim, but you got your health right, back. Right. And even right. against the final boss, uh, but Bowser, there is like unlimited health just sitting there. 
I was like, the, the trees right, there. In the, the tree. Ha- the super yeah. happy tree is sitting there. It's like, how is this? This is like if you were going to play Dark Souls and there's the final boss, but you've got unlimited Estus flasks. I was like, this this is not how the game should work. Right. Yeah. It was, uh, they didn't, they did not. It, and I sat there and I, because I wanted to see what a game over was. So I sat there and just let my Yoshi get trampled by the shy guys just That's to like cool. see what a game over so was. Cool. And it was very hard to die. <laughs> Yeah, you poor Yoshi's like, like Yoshi's like, kill me, just kill just, me, just end it. And he had to go through all of the Yoshi's. It was easier, well, it was easier if I guess if you jump down a, a cavern, which the oh. controls on the game are not. Maybe I was better when I was a kid. This is another like Mario sixty four or Mario Kart sixty four situation, where I'm playing on N sixty four controller and I'm trying to play as Yoshi and. I'm not having a good time. <laughs> yeah. No, I have put on my notes, Yoshi handles like ass. Shockingly bad. That's my notes. Yeah, I have I have controls floaty. Yes. <laughs> and <extremely> then extremely <laughs> floaty. Yeah. Like you need to go there, but you overshoot it because you were still it it was just it was very funky and it was very hard to get like a control of Yoshi is not very heavy apparently. No. And uh, my most deaths were just like accidentally falling to my death. Like, yeah, oh, mine oh, were. Uh. Or because you wanted to use that double jump, but it, it's like it doesn't kick in quick enough, and then it doesn't go high enough, and then you can accidentally press the down on the stick, and he does that like I'm gonna kill you, and he just literally just like commando like dives to his death. I was like, right, yeah. thanks Yoshi, thanks for that, mate. Uh, and even right. at that point, you 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 tit, you absolute tit, and it just oh, it handles so bad. Like, fire, you, you can fire eggs, and it just handles poorly. Oh, it, everything about the controls is just bad. Like maybe again, yeah, child me had a better grasp of these things, but adult me is like, no, no, God yeah. no. And I don't know why they decided to give it more of a free range situation than they did for the like super nintendo because super nintendo was like you hold down the throw button and you get your little line that shows you where you're gonna throw it and then or like and you can like just move it up and down. it was just it was very it was a lot easier on the super nintendo and then for this one like you can just you could mess up very uh, easily (laughs) good and you you could balls it up so easily and it's just like that's not a fun game Uh, it's not fun damn you especially if you're trying to do time to sure you get the highest score that's not very good nintendo sort it out nintendo yeah it was too it wasn't it wasn't structured enough i think is the thing and couldn't you bounce eggs in super nintendo and you can't do it here you just i can't remember do you know what i still haven't actually even played that game yet that that is one for the future adventure i've oh, got Island. it i do have super my brothers 2 to play i will play it yeah i, I don't remember like i just remember like throwing the egg was like is very is very good and uh uh just and but like overall yoshi was also just super overpowered <laughs> like like even if you miss the egg like i don't even think there's there's a couple of enemies you needed to use an egg for but you could also just eat most everybody or jump on them. And it wasn't like you were, you were, it wasn't, it was like, you know how Mario starts off and he's small and you have to like 
power him up so that he's not you know killed by a goomba in one hit well yoshi he's a dinosaur and he can eat and kill everything almost instantly so you're fine don't worry about it yeah don't worry about it he'll just take on the world he doesn't give a shit he's like i'll eat everything and look i've got a big problem with the whole eating mechanics thing here because okay fair enough you can eat things i get that all right and then you you, he basically poops them out as egg there's there's some questions there but (laughs) i get it he throws them that's fine so basically you're throwing fetus you're throwing your enemies at other enemies fine but then there's boxes where you can collect or the you get free eggs and at that point i'm like what's in them what what's in those eggs what am i throwing right yeah. kind of there's a meme goes round of yoshi throwing an egg at like a, um a wizard and it's just a yoshi fetus i'm like Ugh. Uh. i'm kind of like i think that's what you do i think that is what you're doing and look there's there's some bigger questions i need to raise here because the plot now we've we've mentioned <laughs> it a little bit about how this is a storybook because what's happened is baby bowser in all his wisdom, has decided to turn Yoshi's Island into a storybook because apparently he watched too much Yu-Gi-Oh! as a kid. And <laughs> he makes it its own toon world. And everyone's, like, gone. He steals a super happy tree, a.k.a. Vine. And then the only remaining people around are these six six just-born Yoshis, might I add. They are literally just out the shell. And those six go, oh, let's go save the world by getting the happy, super happy tree back. I'm like, hang on. They're fresh out the egg and they're automatically ready to take on baby Bowser. I'm like, fuck bullshit. When I came out of my egg, I couldn't even walk. Right, right, right. They've got to defend themselves. They obviously don't have parents. (laughs) Well, they also don't have parents. But what animal can literally go straight into attack mode and throw fetuses of its own kind within five minutes of being alive. Bullshit. Right. Right. This is uh, something something only only Japan can think of. And yes. it's, you can be like, you know, no, the Yoshi eggs are just like chicken eggs. They're not fertilized. Well, no, because when you knock them out of that little the the square that holds all the eggs, they're wiggling. You know, oh, they're like shit. they look yeah, like they're, they're wiggling. ready to hatch. They're right. wiggling. There's something so alive in there. They're fertilized with something. <laughs> Holy shit! There's sub. They are literally killing something. Fuck me. We can get into an arc. Oh my god! This is gonna turn into a left wing, right wing debate in a minute. I'm gonna have like, <laughs> I'm gonna have all those people say, "Don't abort Yoshi's. Abort Yoshi's." This, right. like, that's what this is gonna turn into. That's the question of the day. Should you abort a Yoshi if it's bouncing? Should it be allowed to live? Should it be allowed to be used as a weapon? Get back in touch right. on Twitter. Bloody hell! Social media is a light. We're, we're cancelled. We're cancelled immediately. <laughs> oh, why did I agree to come on here? <laughs> I'm going to pose that as a, once this comes out, I'm going to go, those eggs, are they alive or not? Think <laughs> now and see what happens. But you know Join in the discussion. Join the discussion. The, yes, the, the plot makes no sense and a lot of things make no sense. But one thing I will praise about this story, kind of, is the music. Because I do like oh, yeah. the music to this game. I think it sets the tone. I think it's very good. And there's like a continual like song that kind of goes through the majority of tracks um like when you hear it in the ending which is really nice when you when you finish the story it does like a um what do you call those things like a wind up box 
you know, like the like a ding, 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 like like kids have. And I really like, like Jack in the Box. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like I've got them for my daughter, but they're re- it's really nice a way of ending it. But what I yeah. don't like, which drives my tits, is when you complete a level and it basically there's like a review of what happened in that level. And then you get the Yoshi singing. I'm like, holy shit, kill me now. What? I love it. All right. It's okay (laughs) once, not every fucking time. I was like, I'm a Yoshi's written their adventure. Fuck off, Yoshi's. Fuck off. (laughs) All right, maybe. I, I haven't gotten, you know, if I was just listening to it, yeah, like if it came up on Spotify, I'd be like, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the kid, can you imagine? Yeah, it comes up on you as you're doing your gym workout. Right. <laughs> I'm out of here. No, I'd rather I'd rather just keep the calories. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is, like, let's be honest, like sometimes I'm playing these games in bed and thank God that the queen doesn't just roll around and go, what the fuck are you playing? What, what, what the fuck is this? Turn that shit off. Turn, oh, that, turn that shit off. Yeah, it's God. for science. <laughs> <laughs> it's for science. I, there's, I, there are, yeah, there are people like yourself who are going to like that tune. All I'll say is play it every day, play it six times in one game, and you'll lose your shit because that's how I felt. <laughs> I mean, it definitely has a. You get like the Tetris syndrome where you have, you know, the the Tetris blocks falling from your oh. eyes when you're not playing anymore. And now yeah. you have the Yoshi. The Yoshi music. <laughs> and that haunts me. Literally, I, I, I can imagine making a horror game of Yoshis and hearing that like all twisted. That would oh work. My God. You're absolutely right. It would not. You know, it's 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 funny. I um sort of relate the story and the way it's told in this game to Alice in Wonderland, to like the real Alice in Wonderland, you know, not the like gothy version that extra... Extra, has been tacked on extraly like yeah. it's, it's very whimsical very like um oh we're gonna go this way because that's what is what's in front of me kind of situation very very alice in in yes. a sense and then very very like i can see it now where you if you just flip a switch or two it can instantly become this really really cool horror game <laughs> just yeah. like alice i think if nintendo ever wanted to they could they could turn this into an absolute amazing horror story like well did you see the saturday night live um super mario kart trailer oh with, no with... i saw i saw a preview for it but i haven't watched it no so imagine that but an adult's version of yoshi's story with a di- oh jesus christ that'd be so good I I'm up right. for that. Pedro Pascal as Mario going into a haunted Yoshi's Island would be the best thing ever. It would be, and like, and, and kind of what you're saying earlier. The music is so good. Like the the uh, the the things that make noise, sound Yoshi. effects, sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> like I think one of the coolest sounds is like the ghosts they're they're actually like fire ghosts in one of the lava levels they go like whoa or something like it's really like cool and creepy and yeah which is like great. the sound effect yeah the sound effects in general and they did borrow some like i i noticed immediately my favorite um bowser scream is 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 what was it was it the no it was, it was in the lava level again where like this thing comes out it screams and it's the bowser scream from mario kart uh, the N64. So the same noise 
is 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 there a lot of recycled ones but hey, if, if it works it works At the end of the day i said i have no problem with the sound and presentation of this game i just hate everything else that comes along with it that's probably the best way of saying it yeah it's really strange how how this I, this, this this would be like some kind of dissertation where like the art direction of this game is so good like the yeah. yoshi itself if you sit there for two seconds he starts singing and dancing he like He's falling and there's no fall damage, but he's still like, Wah! yeah, yeah, cute, yeah. You know? he's like, he's like, <laughs> he shouldn't be even bothered. He should be like, okay, I'll, I'll... right, yeah, yeah. Not like, there's no reason for him to do that. Like all the the swimming, the like the the game is so pretty. Everything, everything about it, and then, Correct. but it's just, it's just, it's just like you don't, you just don't want to play it though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just want to sit in the first level and just bask in its glory and do nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a good game to watch someone who's maybe someone play it or I don't know. I I have no idea. Like it's a wasted. It's so wasted the yeah. the amount of 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 work that went into making the game so beautiful. And uh so like despite the game being you kind of want to stay there cuz it is so pretty, but like if you start moving <laughs> And like yeah. playing the game, that... don't move, don't move. Just stay still right. the whole time. And then, yeah, and then you have like a bat with the controls, and the the one thing I noticed, especially with the the vertical levels, which I feel like this might have been a syndrome for other games, but you you could outrun the camera so easily, so you'd be like going up, and then you it would try to catch up with you, but then you were already like hit by something you didn't see, and you'd fall back down as the camera would try to fall with you and you're like can you just just stop yeah. how how do games not like figure that shit out and just just don't move yoshi stays in the center and that's all he ever does why is this so Wait. hard sonic didn't have I... this actually no actually sonic did have this problem you could outrun the camera as sonic yeah absolutely but that was for sonic it was almost kind of like haha i am going really fast but yeah for everyone else and they're like, well, we should probably keep the character in the center, so we can... Yeah, no, so Sonic has a pass, because that guy can go the speed of sound, so he's fine. Everyone else, no fucking excuses. Right, yeah, there's there's no reason I'm, like, I'm in a vertical level, I use a spring, and I can't see, I can't see where I'm gonna go, because the, the thing is in a grid, instead of following Yoshi. Oh, poor uh, Yoshi. And again, yeah, just basically i didn't even have that as my notes and yeah i didn't even notice it because i was kind of like getting so frustrated i was like fuck this game fuck this game this was five minutes in fuck this game was oh, right. already, yeah it was already done i finished it i was already done in my head yeah yeah and like another like kind of i say issue and this is actually like a failure on the art direction point is like if you get hit you know and you're just like on the ground, Yoshi will kind of fall backwards and shake his little head. But nothing stops except Yoshi. So if you get hit and you fall back and you do your cute little, oh, you know, shake your little head. If for some reason you're on a moving platform, you could be like yeeted to your death because you have to watch the animation of you like shaking your head and getting getting oh, your wits back. No. Like, I it was, it was like, that. get up, get up. <laughs> <laughs> it is a combination of you not the camera not following you so you get hit by something and then you fall back and then you fall you fell on one of those giant gear things and the gear spins slowly yeah, to throw you into your death yeah because the, the gear the gears crush you instant death 
Yeah, you're like, Yoshi, get it together. Yoshi, no! Get your fucking ass in gear, you right. fucking shit. There's a right. fucking Every- sword. Fucking yeah. move. Get up! He just, he just, you just ran into the shy guy. You're gonna be, oh, you're dead. Oh, yeah. yeah, who Never. thought that was a good idea? Like, you know, Sonic takes a hit, bang. Mario instantly goes, do you sh-? like, do you know what? I was playing. Um, it's a bit of a side note, but I was playing Maximum Carnage. No, 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 no. I was playing Separation Anxiety, which was a, a Spider-Man Venom game. And when Spider-Man gets hit, like he literally hits the deck like an Italian footballer. Like, Ugh. I was like, get <laughs> the fuck up, get up, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you like there's no there's no reason for that, especially in like this this kind of game. Everyone else just kind of fly like you know Sonic makes a big deal about it, but he's also invulnerable when yes. he is hit. Yes, and like Yoshi is, I guess he's invulnerable where you you, you can't if something runs into you, you're not going to hit it again. But the entire world is still going, so it's just put there's it's not it's not right. <laughs> No, those is, teams did not communicate not correct. with each other. I do <laughs> right. not approve. Right. That 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 one was silly, and I like that was a something I would be yelling at the TV about, like, get up! What do you do? Get up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Like, I can imagine you sitting there going, "Get up, you!" Like, was it was this as a kid or as an adult? As probably both. I can. I remember as as you know the last couple of days, but. <laughs> <laughs> Get up, Yoshi! Get up! Yeah, oh, Yoshi, yeah. fucking hell. Well, look, I, I don't have any more to rant about, but I know it, it makes it sound like I think this is the worst game ever. It's not. The Bouncer's the worst game ever. I've made that very clear. Um, <laughs> if you had to score this out of 10, what are you giving it? I would give it probably a a 4. A four. I do you yeah. know what? I'm giving it a yeah, I'll give it a four and a half. And the only reason it doesn't get any lower is because it's saved by the art direction and the music ish. Apart from that, everything else yeah. is shite. Is it if it didn't have that art direction to save it, it would be one of the worst games on this channel. But it yeah, it's just it's it's a pretty game, and I, I agree, you just don't want to move. Just stay still and you'll have a great time. Right. <laughs> Could you ever imagine like was it is it Bubsy 3D? Oh God, no! I Can don't you, like... you imagine if that game was actually beautiful? We'd be like having the same conversation. <laughs> oh, I played Bubsy 3D in my was a kid, and the idea you just made me sick. I, eventually, <laughs> one day, I I know, literally, everyone's gonna be like, "When are you gonna do this?" There's only you know. Let's be honest. I if I got to like episode two thousands of this show, at some point, you gotta cover Bubsy. It's got to be done. Yeah, yeah. Right now, yeah, you've got the, we got the luxury of um, triple A failures. Yeah, (laughs) I was gonna say, I was gonna say, great game. So this isn't great, but no triple A fail. I like that a triple A failure. This was a triple A failure. (laughs) Well, look, Lindsay, thank you very much once again for coming on. I know last time we had Mario Kart, which is great fun. This time we've had different fun, but in a in we've in a different way. Let's put it like that. Right. And it's absolutely been an absolute pleasure. But thank you very much for coming on. And I can't wait to have on again. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. This is this is a lot of fun. So whenever uh I'll be here. <laughs> All right, you take care.
And that was episode 63 of Yoshi's Story. Thank you to everyone who was listening. Thank you so much to Lindsay for coming on once again. I can't wait to have her back. And I'll tell you what, she's coming back for Golden Sun. That's where she's coming back on next. But until then, you all take care of yourself and have a great time, a great week. I'll see you all then. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.